Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. Yesterday morning, Cynthia and I decided we would take all five of our grandchildren to breakfast. <laughs> Both of our married kids, when we called them and told them what we wanted to do on on uh, the, the evening before, both of them said, are you sure you know what you're saying? We said, we do. We are. So we picked them up, we put them in the car, and we drove to the local pancake house, and we began the process of unloading and going into the restaurant, all seven of us. And I will never forget the face of the gentleman sitting at the table next to us, who had looked forward to a lovely, quiet breakfast with his wife. When we asked for three booster chairs and two high chairs, he really wasn't sure he had chosen the right restaurant. And we sat down, and we had quite a breakfast together. I think Cynthia ate four bites of food in between serving the five kids. Let me uh, just talk straight with you for a moment, may I? Uh, You have a family. You have several children in the family. One of them is especially easy to raise. Or one of them has a temperament that matches yours or maybe (laughs) is different from yours and you find great delight in that oneness of heart. It might be a precious daughter or it might be a, a, a son that was rather easy to raise. If you are not careful, unwittingly, You will add special favors. You will release discipline. You will even deceive by uh, encouraging that favoritism. Don't think for a moment that the other members of the family miss that. Uh, I think some of the sharpest people on earth are children. They see right through us. (laughs) we were at the uh, breakfast table I mentioned uh, with all the grandkids and uh, we had little pieces of paper that they were to color and uh, problem is there were no crayons and um, so the kids asked us half dozen times can we have some crayons and I I looked at one of our grandchildren and I said to him "Um, uh, yes we're going to we're going to get crayons now just just wait a minute and they didn't come and, you know, with children, if they're not there in 30 seconds, then uh, there's something wrong with you. And, and Parker looked at me and batted those big eyes, and he said, Bubba, you promised me, and you cannot break a promise to me. I said, I know, son, I know. I, I'm not going to break a promise. I mean, he was connecting with me and reminding me I gave my word. Don't you think for a moment that though children are small, even preschool age, that they miss a promise? Or that they will easily and quickly overlook something that you said would happen. If it doesn't happen, you better have an answer. You better have an explanation, and it better be the truth. Favoring one child over another creates division in a family. Children are smart. They pick up on favoritism and see right through it. It's not something a parent can hide. This isn't just a modern-day issue. There's a story in the Bible of how favoritism destroyed a family. 
There were two brothers, Jacob and Esau. Esau was a hunter who loved to be outdoors. Jacob was quiet and stayed closer to home. The Bible tells us that Esau was his father's favorite, while Jacob was favored by his mother. This favoritism became destructive and actually followed the family into the next generation with Jacob's son, Joseph. Jacob's favoritism for Joseph caused resentment among his brothers and nearly cost Joseph his life. You can read the complete account starting in Genesis 25. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca. Lifetrack, where life and truth meet.